0: Debbie Delight brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com with your hosts Ricky Valero and Chris Stoops bringing you all the guys who should be on your fantasy radar this season and leading into your upcoming rookie draft. Welcome to another edition of the Debbie Delight brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com. We are going to continue on our series of the player profiles. We're going to tackle one player each episode. We're going to break them down, the good and the bad of the player. And as always, I am joined by my partner in crime and co-host, Stoops. How are you, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Excited to get this one going. Me too. I can't wait to break down Keyshawn Vaughn. You may or may not have listened to me talk about him just once on this epi- on this uh, series of episodes of the Deputy Light, or maybe probably five or six times. I don't really don't remember. I've lost count. I think it's, it's like a battle of who I've talked about more, Joe Burrow or Keyshawn Vaughn. I haven't figured out which one. Yet
1: well, on it, it's a clear-cut Joe Burrow. It's, it's, <laughs> I've got it marked here in my tally sheet. You talked about Joe Burrow 617 times and Keyshawn about 430. So you're catching up, though.
0: I am catching up, and I I was proud of myself. On the Justin Herbert episode, we did not get one Joe Burrow reference from me, and I really came close to it. But, Even
1: I came close to bringing something up, and I don't remember how, but I almost did.
0: I almost brought it up on the fact that Herbert can't close games, but— <laughs> That's what it was. Yep, yes, that's what it was. Me as well. So, folks, we're going to go ahead and dive right into Keyshawn Vaughn. All right, folks, we are going to dive right into our player profile of Keyshawn Vaughn out of Vanderbilt. Stoops, go ahead and give us your pros on Keyshawn Vaughn.
1: Yeah, so whenever I was watching some film on him and even just games I've watched throughout the season, um, one thing I really, really liked, and you've touched base on it um, quite a few times, he catches the ball very well. He's very smooth in the transition from the catch into his runs. Um, and even if he's got to make a quick first move, um, very smooth transitions, and I absolutely love that. And as we see the NFL game changing, um, Uh, essentially weekly it almost seems like we're seeing new gadgets thrown in different things but pass catching running backs who can who can do that uh, have that ability and are very smooth in their transitions um excel on the next level and definitely find their way onto the field another thing kind of on the flip side of that he's physical with his runs um i just love watching a back um not afraid of contact, you know, and, and obviously that can lead to injuries. We've seen, you know, shoulders, knees, elbows. Um, but at the same time, that's football. That's just kind of how it goes. Uh, but he's very physical with his runs. And I was watching the Georgia game, and he seemed to be gaining three to four yards every single run. Yes, he had a couple that, you know, yeah, it was a, a no gain or maybe a loss of a yard. But nonetheless, more often than not, they're getting him the ball, and he's gaining three, four, five, six yards sometimes. So I just loved what I saw as a whole. Um, and to me, you, as I just said, and you, you have mentioned it, his catching ability, it, that's what really stands out to me um, amongst a bunch of other things. But that's the biggest thing that I really, really enjoyed um, by watching some of his game film. What do you got on him?
0: Yeah, so that's a big thing for me. There was a lot of questions surrounding, can Keyshawn Vaughn be a three-down back? And going into this season— he His highest catch total for a season was actually 16, and it was his first year at Illinois. And then he had nine the following year. Last year, he had, he had a monster year last year, but still only had 13 catches. So for him to add 15 more catches to the uh, repertoire this year, he kind of showed, yes, Keyshawn Vaughn can be a three-down back. And you're right. I love his change of direction. Oh my God. And the fact that whenever he changes direction, he doesn't lose speed. The big game for me that really stood out from all the games that he's played this year was the game against LSU. He tore apart LSU. And don't get me wrong, by no means Vanderbilt was never really in that game. I think they went up 7-0, and then it was just a trencherous down part from there. 20 carries, 130 yards, And two touchdowns in that game. And he was just a monster. And you're right. When you watch him, you feel like every single game that he's played, like every single time he touches the ball, he is just going to drag guys on for three or four or more yards. And the thing is, he's only 5'10". He's not the biggest dude to be dragging guys all over the floor. And the one big one that stood out for me was he had a 52-yard run against LSU. He ran right up the middle. Ran right past that defense and scored a touchdown. And obviously, we know how good LSU's defense can be. But to be to, to be known as the guy that, you know, they just kind of torched him. I mean, he's had several times this year where he's broken off big-time runs. He's got 17 runs over 14 uh, yards this year, which is also very impressive. The big thing that kind of stands out to me, he's got great vision. He can line up wider in the slot. He's got, um, obviously, the hard runner, the great vision. I love the catching is very key. I need a running back on three downs. You know what I mean? I even noticed, we talked about this, and I'm sure if this guy does come out, we'll talk about him more. But Chuba, I talked to you, I said, the last few weeks, they've been getting him the ball in the passing game. Like, he had, like, seven catches in one game out of the backfield. It was kind of insane to see. But I think a lot of these guys are understanding, like, look... In order for me to be a high draft pick, I'm going to have to be able to be on the field three downs. If I have to be taken off the field, that means you can be left off the field throughout the game. There's going to be certain quarters where you kind of just disappear. It's kind of like Sonny Michelle with the Patriots. He's just... Gonna disappear, but I think these guys, like especially Keyshawn Vaughn, showing his capability to be able to, you know, catch the ball out of the backfield. Even having a couple games where he had four catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown against Missouri. Four catches, 22 yards. Look, that's not that big of a deal, but that's that's six that's six fantasy points. You know what I mean? And that's that's what we're talking here. You know, a guy that can catch the ball three or four times, get 20 or 30 yards. You're talking about seven points on top of whatever his rushing is gonna be. So that's what you're looking for in that next level. Stoops, hit us with some things that you are concerned about, some of those cons about Keyshawn Vaughn.
1: So one thing I really, really noticed um, was a knock that a lot of people gave even to like Rashad Penny. Um, It seemed like he was just kind of a mediocre pass blocker. It seemed like there were times where he didn't pick up where the blitz was coming from. And if he did pick it up, he missed it. Um, I definitely think that's something he can work on. Now, he has had great blocks. So again, it's kind of that 50-50 thing. Um, but at the next level, NFL teams are going to want you to be essentially perfect with it. Everyone's going to miss a block. It's just how it goes. Um, you're playing against top-elite talent. But nonetheless, it just seemed like he was very mediocre with the pass blocking. Um, love to see improvement there. Um, and it sometimes it seems like he's trying to make too much happen. Um, Behind the line, he starts to bounce around a lot, which obviously allows the defense to now um, gain some yards and and just just take him down sometimes for a loss or just a very, very short gain. Um, But you've even said it, that Vanderbilt team's not very good. And essentially everything is running through him. So it is one of those things where defenses generally know where the ball's going to go. Yes, they've got some playmakers outside of, uh, of, of just Keyshawn Vaughn, and we'll talk about some of them later on. But nonetheless, um, it just seems like defenses know where the ball's going to go. And, and he just tries to make too much happen instead of just taking the simple first open hole that he sees um, and again, gain the two to three yards even as opposed to a no gain or a loss. So definitely want to see some improvement there. Um, but overall, you know that that's kind of the the knocks I have on him. not too too much. What do you got? Yeah, I agree with
0: you. like he he like he has a big time problem with trying to bounce the ball outside. like, if that hole even is, is, is even small, like it, it could be a even. hole that you can that most running backs will just run right through. He just wants to bounce it outside and take it the distance. Look, I understand a running back's urge to do that, but that can be a big time knock because obviously you could go from a one, maybe two yard or even a no gain to a potential, you know, three, four, five yard loss. You know what I mean? Like that to me is is kind of worrisome a little bit. It's not that big of a worry to me, but to be honest with you, it, it can be. Um, I hope another thing about Keyshawn, he's had two fumbles this year. Um, he didn't have any olive last year. Obviously, I don't want that to be, you know, you don't want that to become a trend, you know what I mean? So it's something to, to, to take note on. But I think the biggest, my biggest con for Keyshawn Vaughn is the class that he's coming out against you know what i mean and obviously that's not his fault and that's kind of the perfect transition for like what we think his fantasy outlook's going to be but man like in my i have him and we've talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago i have Vaughn way higher than everybody else does i think Vaughn's going to be a fantastic talent at the next level i think he's got a good head on his shoulders i think that he's going to be great but at the same time it's like can he get out from underneath the um, the depth at the running back position this year for the upcoming draft. I think he's got a great chance to showcase himself at the senior bowl. I think he's going to skyrocket up boards as long as he has a good senior Bowl Because this is going to be the first time that he's actually getting to play with players of a great caliber, players of draftable you know, a, a prospect. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've got like the like you mentioned some of the other guys. He's, he's he equates to forty percent of almost forty percent of the team scrimmage yard this year. Kaladja Linscomb there, and and, and Jared Pinky Lins, Linscomb's even had a, a terrible down year this year as well. So Stoops, transitioning into that, what is your fantasy outlook for Vaughn on that next level, and maybe give me a an ideal landing spot for him?
1: So I. Think he he's gonna be when well, we always talk about this gain the get those second round draft picks get those third round draft picks get those picks he's gonna be one of those guys that probably falls into that range again dependent on landing spot he could skyrocket up if good landing spot he could go down if it's a bad landing spot nonetheless um, I think though he's gonna be a, a good. Um, almost like what I said about Herbert, where get behind someone and learn the game. I think he's going to benefit from that. So from an immediate standpoint on on the um, fantasy impact, I don't think he's going to have a huge impact right away. I do think he is someone that can come in and get, you know, average probably five to nine points a week. Um, which in deeper leagues is going to be awesome. You'll take that. But in those, you know, I don't even want to call them shallow leagues, but more of your average, you know, where you probably start two running backs, two receivers, a flex, or so on and so forth, something like that. He's probably not even going to be a startable asset for you, but he's definitely someone to stash on that taxi squad. Um, as far as a uh, ideal landing spot, man, I'll be honest, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Um, I would definitely say somewhere that, so kind of like a, um, oh, my God, the, the name is drawn a blank. The running back behind Zeke um, Pollard? Yes. Um, yeah. some Something like that. If he goes to a, a place, even if he went to like a New York, New York's a terrible team, I get that. But if he goes behind, now granted, Saquon is much younger. He's not going anywhere. He's still, you know, he's got years before an even contract situation comes up. But nonetheless, if he went somewhere like a New York where he is behind that workhorse back, but he can come in and, and, and give that starter a rest – I think that's where he would excel, and that's where he can really start to show his capabilities and what he is able to do. Um, so, not necessarily New York specifically, but a situation like that. Um, even if he went to the Chargers, you know, something like that, he'd have a much quicker, um, a, a much quicker, you know, way to the starting job because obviously Melvin Gordon's going to be gone. So, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of things going on. But I think if he went somewhere like one of those places, I think that would definitely, you know, cater to his his game.
0: Um, what do you got? What do you think for him? Yeah, so for me, I had a couple ideas. I think the Jets. I think the opposite New York team was kind of one that I thought about uh, right off the bat. I think if they keep Bell, I think he'd be a perfect complement to Bell. I think he, you're right. He's going to be a very good complement back. Yep. I think maybe an ideal situation would be for him, uh, like what you said, like with a Barkley or maybe even a sub back to – uh like at Austin Eckler, you know what I mean? I obviously Melvin Gordon's out the door. You know what I mean? I think that's a perfect fit for him out there for the Chargers. I think that's a great ideal fit as well. I think that he's gonna be good on the next level. I mean, is he gonna be able to, is he gonna be the next you know top 15 running back? Probably not, but I think he's gonna be relevant on that next level and it's gonna be fun to watch. Folks, do us a favor, hop on over to Twitter, give Stoops a follow at Stoops 1990, give myself a follow at Ricky Valera underscore, check out the show. On, on Twitter as well at the Devi delight and go ahead and over to the expandtheboxscore.com where we use the we use the stats from the college football database um, on this show each and every week and until next time we'll talk to you guys soon
1: see y'all later